Welcome back to Real Life Rockstars. Episode 3. <laughs> That's Mike, I'm Dan, and we are the Real Life Rockstars podcast. Hello! Hi! Oh no, we're not on the radio, so I don't need to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, for those who don't know, joining just on this episode, we also do a radio show called Mike James Rock Show. Um, you can catch that on the same place you've probably seen this which is Mike James Rock Show social media yes if I go through the handles then I, I feel like in 2019 that's a bit of a dumb thing to do it's like putting all the W's at the beginning of your um, like URL isn't it a little bit yeah and at this point because we uh, decided to not do my uh, sort of faux professional uh, sponsorship thing at the start we are in fact sponsored by uh, Fireball so we are fueled by Fireball mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm saying that <laughs> Um, which basically means I've got to drink a lot of Fireball because Mike doesn't drink. So uh, that's true. He says gulping water. Yes, but he doesn't. He doesn't drink the alcohols. Um, but no, we are proudly fueled by Fireball. I believe that's the tagline. It is, and that's what it says on the poster for the competition. Ah, so shall we? Shall we jump straight in and do the competition before we do much more of the the, the things we have on the list? Yes, and tell people what's going on in this week's episode. Uh, yes, but so. Fireball are fueling the Fireball tour. Or Fire Tour. Fire Tour, yeah. Fire Tour! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's the tour of the autumn. I, mean, I would really say is. if you're into your ska, your punk, and you're getting your knees up and all that kind Two of step thing. In. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's headlined by Less Than Jake. That's going to be awesome. It is indeed. Um, also Gold on, Finger is also on the tour. And Safe Ferris. I believe... Thieves of Liberty as well. That's correct. And our old pal, uh, Mr. Matt Stocks of Life in the Stocks fame, is DJing. But um, your band could be on that lineup. Yes. Um, so let's see. Um, you can enter now. Uh, there's not actually that much time left. So if you're listening to this podcast sort of a little bit late, then uh, they, they, they may have uh, closed because they're saying that there's only a few more days. Yes. Uh, well, um, uh, well, what was it? couple of days back from uh, now but go across to fireball uk on the social medias not fireball uh, whiskey because that's the american um sort of arm of the company but fireball UK. but that's what it is yes <laughs> um but uh, yeah go across fireball uk and apply now um also i'm quite interested to see uh, thieves of liberty because they are the uh, one that the company has sort of chosen yeah um as their hottest band um and those who don't know what <laughs> nice I uh, don't know uh, sort of who Matt Stocks is. He's a fellow podcaster, fellow uh, sort of sponsorship labely matey thing. Yeah. But he's also done the Fireball tour before, and like this guy knows how to DJ. So in between, whip the party up. Yeah. So um, the great thing about the Fireball tour is it's some old values mixed with some uh, you know new production. But one of the things they like to do is give you an actual DJ in between the bands that can really balanced thing so you're not getting some random pop playlist or the same five who was it we went to see it was ages ago and they were i can't remember the band it was a, we knew it was going to be a proper heavy heavy crushing set and they were playing like michael jackson and uh not even michael jackson it's the jackson five and all that yeah. kind of disco I, boogie I, stuff wasn't it, it was i like think it was earth wind and fire i think it's when um, we got immensely sweaty to lamb of god in the bristol uh, o2 academy see that's what's ringing in my ear yeah. as well. i was like it was lamb of god then, like, was that like... was a crushing lineup in between every <laughs> every band was like dance 
Boogie Wonderland. <laughs> I'm glad this isn't on camera. Like, <laughs> stuff. But uh, yeah, so instead you've got Matt Stocks who knows this inside and out. Uh, this is his sort of... Um, I'm going to have to ask him for Boogie Wonderland then. Oh, for, completely. But yeah, this is what he knows how to DJ because we all have our little personal tastes which you do know how to do. Mine sort of is probably metalcore. I do love to DJ metalcore. Um, Mike is the most versatile uh, DJ I think I know. I play he, the room, baby. Yeah, you've done... 25 years of DJing. Yeah, all different genres. Not just sub-genres of rock and metal, but everything, everywhere. And we might actually get... Glow, in... glow stick banging hard house treads. Oi, oi! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that is one of our potential ideas in the future, is to uh, go back to Mike's roots on this podcast. Dig out the old record box and see what I've saved. <laughs> not only that, but see who uh, remembers you as well from uh, playing with you back in the day. <laughs> Anyway, we get, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, I, I think we should probably... Tell people how they... The, if bands want to play the Fireball Tour, just head over to N, Fireball UK on social media and it's, it's there on their posts. It's, yeah, it's the pinned post at the top. So, yeah, um, yeah that will uh, tell you how to do it. Uh, and in fact, there's a that. link, but it's one of those links that um, is a bitly link, so we can't really read it out. But it is there. The post is on Fireball UK. We're looking at the Facebook one currently. Um, so that's what you want to um, go and do now. Part of the reason we're talking about Fireball so much as well is they they are sort of the th- a big part of this uh, podcast today, um, aren't they? Yes, they they are involved with the subject matter of uh, our yes. podcast. Because uh, this week we managed to steal some time, and this will lead into some thanks as it happens. But we managed to steal some time uh, with the two guys um, that are behind the Heavy Music Awards, the HMAs. Yeah, man. And this one was Andy fun. And Dave. Andy Dave and Dave. Andy. Um, and this one was so much fun. Cause They're like a London-based us. Yes. <laughs> they just chuckle at everything. Completely. And like the, there's the banter and the, like we were talking like, um, up on the podcast, we're talking about how all of us seem to end up working out of bedrooms and living rooms for you know, the at least half the year what and stuff like that. What do you mean we're recording this over my kitchen table, <laughs> office desk at the same time as everything else? Yeah, no, it's it's there. So um, I was feeling very sort of Smith, is it, um, oh, what were those comedians from the 80s, were they Smith and Jones or something, wasn't it? They just sat across from the, uh, the table from each other and had a conversation. I can't, it's from the 80s. I mean, I was born in 86, so I, I've kind of missed that one. Mm, mm, However, mm. Um, like Check I said... My age. This one leads into uh, some thanks because we did this one um, on site at Download Festival. Obviously, we love Download. Um, and this year we got um, a lot of love. Um, so, first of the thanks um, were, is to LD Communications. Hell yeah! These guys were absolutely stunning to us, as they have been for many, many, many moons, mm. um, many Download Press areas. Uh, but this year. I'm ready. Yep. Uh, this year we um, managed to uh, get to share a booth with the HMAs where they were doing their stuff in preparation for the awards this year we were doing our download thing um, as well as uh, these guys really do kit out a, a press area well mm. um, you know, we do a lot of press areas and we'd never like sort of say any are um, bad but these guys uh, sort of go above and beyond you always have enough cables enough power enough drinks enough well, it's, it's a festival that has ethernet cables for starters yeah like... and um, from like the <laughs> nerdy po- videos in seconds from the nerdy Sorry. sort of um, uh, character that I am on the show where I do all the post production um, at festivals that is like an unbelievable help um, so 
I mean, we can't really talk about Download without just saying shout out to Andy Coppin for being Andy Coppin. We would love to speak to him uh, because we, we would get a fair few questions actually raised about Download and some of the ways it works and why certain things are the way they are. Yeah. Um, and we would love to um, chat that out with uh, the man himself. I mean, he is an incredibly lovely character anyway. Um, and we've heard a couple of podcasts uh, with him, such as, um, I believe, Jamie Jaster, possibly Chris Jericho as well. I think it was Chris Jericho, I, uh, and that's not metal. Yeah, so um, Andy's uh, been out there and done done some decent podcasts, but I mean, these guys are leading in the podcast uh, sort of arena. So, um, Andy, if you do happen to you know catch our social media tag where we uh, send you some love, then please... Uh, Show us some love. Yeah, we'd love to talk to you um, because we're, you know... It'd be great to put to you some like sort of uh, frequently complained about things from the fans and find out the background to them because that's what real life rock stars is about is finding out the story behind some of the things that come off a bit oddly about doing gigs or yeah, doing festivals. But also and... things like who, who who books the fairground rides and who 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 decides on what food's going to be on site. He's the top of the chain, so. He's got people that work underneath him and things like that. And, and bookers as well. And, and we get a little bit of that site. on the HMAs this uh, time with the history of uh, um, Dave uh, from the HMAs. Yeah. But no, booking at our download. However, we are we are looking at that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We are just following all the appropriate channels to make sure that happens in the right way. Um, on to more thanks. Um, so I'm going to shout out uh, Greg, our, our most loyal listener to date. Um, Both episodes with within two hours of uh, putting them online. I mean, um, thank you, dude. Um, Fanboy. Yeah, and we we love the feedback as well. That's really Should good. Should we start doing a point system? Um, possibly. At the moment, he's he is winning all of the points, but we do have another shout out to Ross as always and the support that he's uh, given us. He also does listen to every podcast um, as well. So um, thank you for that, buddy. Rup, rup, rup. Um, I believe you've got uh, one that you want to uh, uh, yeah, shout just, out. Just someone that randomly listened. I, I asked him, oh, have you checked out my new podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. So cheers, Dane. That's cool. Thank you very much. And uh, Big well, props to Smiley Dave as well, because he actually did... It, we were included in his Insta story. And we, we got mentions, fam. We got mentions. Um, yes. So that, I, I was smiley at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I believe you have one more. Uh, is that Stephen Jewett? Yeah, that's yep. the one. Um, so basically... And then um, everyone else has just shared basically, isn't it? Yeah. If if you like shout-outs, just literally let us know you've listened and that seems to be uh, the qualifying thing. Oh, and exits are uncovered as well. Oh, yes. Hannah, thank yeah. you. You've been... Your uh, feedback is fantastic and honestly like check out extra uncovered um even if you're not from extra this is an amazing uh, project that a friend of ours is uh, running at the moment yeah and it's always nice to have some love from home yes so uh just before because i can see mike is lining up no no i was just um, uh, i like playing with my mouse yeah <laughs> <laughs> i sound like such a dumbass when i do that giggle um <laughs> But we do just want to uh, shout out where we're going in the next couple of weeks as well. Yes, festivals! <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited to um, be going back to Boomtown. Um, oh, yeah? I'm not. Uh, no, no, not at all. Um, but it's hard work, interviews and stuff, man. Yeah, terrible. Um, and when you get treated to the, the treatment that Boomtown gives you, honestly, guys, you, you make the experience amazing. So we're really looking forward to doing that one. It Literally, a, from getting in on the car park to leaving again, it's it's just unworldly. It's it's fantastic. Anybody who hasn't done Boomtown, it doesn't really matter whether you're into dance, pop, EDM. But I suppose you could classify those two as differently. Grime, 
or ska, metal, punk, anything like that. Boomtown literally has it for you. But also they have like Baroque weddings and sort of, I don't know, Peruvian Incas and stuff doing things and burlesque. It's it's like, I guess like Glastonbury used to be. Yeah, it's... uh, And And pirate everywhere. (laughs) Uh, also the only thing is is make sure that you put in some walking miles get your steps up on your step counter before you go to Boomtown otherwise you will struggle yeah because it is huge and there is the hill any Boomtown uh, people uh, that are listening to this you know the hill I'm talking about we all know the hill I'm talking about we should do a before and after shot like you know like when people are trying to lose weight in January and they do this is me on January the 1st and this is me on January the 30th and it's like not a lot of difference we could do it with like this is my calves at the start of Boomtown, <laughs> getting out of the car and then getting back in the car. <laughs> like, you know that bit in, um, is it Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger and he just flexes and it's like. <laughs> well, I'm pretty confident though. Rather than doing our own, I'm thinking that maybe we should do like a picture of uh, like really skinny calves and then um, do uh, leaving Boomtown is the Hulk's calves instead. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but no. I was um, thinking of maybe borrowing Chris Hoy's legs. He's a you know Olympic gold medal cyclist. His quads are. If you can quad quadruple the size of mine. If you are able to get him, I don't know. Like, would he be giving you piggybacks everywhere? Sort of. Uh, Hell stuff. yeah! Yeah. So Come if, on, if boy, you, hit us up. If you're going to arrange that, then I I say go for it. I mean, you have. Uh, I'm signing off on this idea. Should we podcast it whilst he's carrying. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Chris? Right. <laughs> Anyway, so um, just to make sure that we do have time to play the interview as well, the other festival that we are super excited for is Reading. Um, Hell yes. The uh, This for us is um, one a rare experience where a lot of mine and Mike's personal likes sort of seem to match up like quite well. Uh, we're often, uh, like, we'll, we'll do some heavy hitters, like we did Slipknot together because we both love Slipknot, but often we'll uh, sort of like, See you later. Right, back at the tent. Yeah, a couple hours. Yeah, and uh, like we just drift off and uh, go watch the things that we want to because you know uh, uh, we sp- we're spending about five days straight together anyway, um, and we see each other. I think you know I see you more than I see my family um, by quite a fair amount. Uh, to be uh, honest with you, so yeah, a little bit of time. Uh... You're in my flat more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to you know curl up on the sofa I, during I, the day. I know. I can see your hair. <laughs> Um, so that uh, uh, is Reading the, another multi-diverse but we are going to get more into that and we'll probably give it the same amount of love we just gave Boomtown after Boomtown is out the way because Boomtown's next weekend yes um, and also for those um, sort of wondering where we'll be going sort of with the next two podcasts we have stuff lined up like this one's come out of download we have stuff that's come out of 2,000 trees that's yet to um, be uh, launched. Mm. Um, and we're, we're, we're looking at some very exciting stuff at Boomtown and Reading. So keep your eyes peeled. We're uh, trying There's to make them timeless. Some good subject matters as yeah. well. Like how to sustain a band once you've given up work. I think that's going to be an interesting... The person we've got lined up for that is yeah. uh, going to give us a really good and open insight into how you... You literally sustain being a band once five or six members of you have given up your twenty grand a year job kind of thing to go and be a rock star. Exactly, um, so but <laughs> to give us time to um, get those sorted properly, um, we're also going to uh, follow up on something that we said on the next episode. So a little sneaky peek at the next episode is the fact that we will be doing 
one without an interview, uh, where me and Mike sit down and give you the benefit of our experience, sort of what? laid out with I know scary right uh, with pointers and like a structure and various things um, for press kits uh, so this is for bands of all sort of sizes and you know anything like that but we are, yeah we are giving um, you the, the, the free knowledge of ourselves and the people that we work with uh, so we'll be having uh, like uh, we talk about various whatsapp group conversations or skype or facebook there's it, they happen in the industry when you do similar jobs with people so we've yeah. got some that we're a part of and we're going to be asking everybody that we work with that is either putting together press packs or receiving press packs we're going to um, pull a little bit of knowledge and sort of give you some golden rules across an entire podcast and we're going to explain why um from our perspective uh, down to the really nerdy sort of level of why it's really good to do certain things because i have driven mike absolutely loopy for um, 11 12 years now with some of my demands as to how we're going to do things but i've learned to spit <laughs> often it's because uh, there's certain things that um i do that mike doesn't and we have to do things a certain way so that i have the tools to doing it and that's very similar for trying to promote um, a band when we're using them properly and you know this is just something that's not talked about there is no um website guide list or anything like that on how to put together a press pack so we thought you know what fuck it let's actually the ultimate guide to press packing exactly <laughs> so um i'm gonna get mike to uh, tell you where you can email your questions pointers life hacks to i can see the panic coming over his eyes i was trying to remember that yeah. it's real life rockstars podcast at gmail.com or any of the Mike James Rock shows, uh, social media, just sort of say question for uh, the podcast because we're not running separate social media for this podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly so that we have a chance of uh, being able to maintain everything that we have already. So, any, <laughs> yeah. Any questions uh, pertaining to press packs? Any advice? Anything that you know uh, you want explained? Why do people ask that? Why um, you know? What are you looking for? Even down to the fact that when you hire a graphic artist, a uh, graphic designer or whatever the case may be, why you request certain things from them, why there's a standard of what you uh, do with it, why people like us will ask you for extra things. Explain the entire thing. So press pack isn't just for radio getting DJs. A, yeah, getting a tune to radio. Yeah, it's, it's a press pack for everything. You have slightly different versions. We're going to hit this one hard. We've got some really big... Uh, <laughs> we got the knowledge, man. Yeah, we've spent a long time talking about this one, um, and uh, it does complement the one that we did with Emma last week, and some of the as yet unreleased stuff that we have coming as well. Anyway, I think I could probably talk about that and do an entire podcast on that now. So, HMAs. Yes. We are doing the HMAs, and you are um, being the boy um, on the information and remembering that we should probably tell people the categories and who's involved. Okay, so our history with the HMAs is that I've been on the judging panel for the last three years. Um, this year, you've been on it for the, as well. Um, I think, or yeah, was this is... the year is, before? I can't remember. Yeah, no, this is my second year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they open it up to... What was it? I think it started off as 300 and is now 600 industry people radio podcasters yeah prs from all walks of life so dudes like us that live in devon and have our own views on everything all the way through to the said mentioned andy coppin who is you know the head booker and the head person at download festival it's, the, it's everyone that's involved in the rock and metal uh fraternity i guess family exactly and it, it part of the reason that we did this podcast is it came out of nowhere and um it, 
got sort of instant credibility, um, which has just been built on year after year. Um, so um, for a lot of people, it's just known as the Heavy Music Award HMAs. And we wanted to um, get a little bit deep on the process as to what the HMAs are, how they actually work. Because a lot of people don't necessarily even know how the judging sort of process works. So, yeah. Uh, just to let you uh, know, because I don't think uh, when we uh, covered this in the podcast, as a judge, you get to nominate to begin with. <clears throat> there's then a finalised list that we get to vote on as well. Is that the case, or is it? Is that where it goes public? That's when it's public. Yeah, <clears throat> we still get to vote, but um, as a judge, we are responsible. Get to yeah, yeah, are responsible for nominating, and obviously, we do get to vote after that. Um, but that's our sort of role in the process. So the nominations are in and confirmed for this year's HMAs. For those so, who are discovering it for the first time, which is going to be very surprising, we are just going to run through all of the official um, categories and nominees. Makes sense, doesn't it, really? Yeah. So, um, first is Best UK Band, and the finalists are... Architects, Black Peaks, Bring Me the Horizon, Ben Shikari, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, and While She Sleeps... And that gives you an idea of how diverse it is, is a lot of people... <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is dying on me slightly. How a lot of people... Can over... I get you some juice, sir? Uh, no, no, I, wait, let me just crack my uh, Dr Pepper bottle, because uh, Dr Pepper seems to fund this show, um, or fuel this show when we're not drinking alcohol, because it, both of us drink the pepper. Um, obviously, if you do want to sponsor us, we won't say no. Two sacks. So much better. What I was going to say is, it should have been fireball. You should be. You should be faking it. No one can see it. It's. No. So, as you can tell by having the likes of Black Peaks and Architects up against, even uh, Bring Me the Horizon, which are similar peers, but you've got Iron Maiden and Judas Priest in there as well. It it does bring a lot of diversity to it when you have just best UK band. Yeah. So, um, after that, this is an interesting one. Best international band. <laughs> and the finalists are Beartooth, Behemoth, Ghost, Hailstorm, Parkway Drive, Turnstile, and 21 Pilots. That's, that's, there's some really big bands in there, isn't there? It's really diverse. Just Parkway Drive, headlining first UK festival headliner this year. Ghost has been on tour with Metallica. 21 Pilots headlining Reading. Those are some big... Which are only the couple of days after the uh, awards, so depending on what happens with those guys. Oh, yeah, imagine being at the HMAs and oh, yeah. and seeing those two. I'd um, love them to come up do that and have their award like on a trike. Well, the thing is, is we're actually talking about, um, like on the podcast, the credibility of uh, people like that actually paying attention to the HMAs, so you never know, they may be interested in accepting their award. <laughs> if they win, <laughs> you always say that as a given, just because they've got millions and millions of fans compared to some of the other bands. Oh, mean? I don't know, but it depends whether or not their fans know about the HMAs. Well, it's this... a social media thing, isn't it? Mm. It's all about inter- interaction. Okay, so next we have Burst Live Band. Should we do it in in this order? Isn't that, actually, there's no order at all, because it's not as if like the first the last name we read out is the winner. No, we're just But we it. should do it that way, actually. So, Architects. Bring me the horizon! Enter Shikari! I can't carry on. I am <laughs> Enter not... Enter Shikari! Fever333, who you may remember, played at the HMAs last year. Ghost! Parkway Drive and... Slash! 
Slayer. <laughs> so that's live bands. That is live bands. That per, gave me a my, bit of my, my person. <laughs> my, I don't want to sway people's votes because it's the lines are closed now. Okay. Yeah, if, okay. If, you call, if you call now, your money will be used and uh, <laughs> whatever. Not returned. It. But I, I think it should just be fitting for Slayer as they're going out with now. Mm. It's the end of Slayer. Oh, for sure. Um, this is a this is a fun category. Well, this is one that's kind of a bit closer to our hearts with uh, our radio show, isn't it? It's, it's mm. pushing new bands through, and some of these. Wait, 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 hang on. Um, well, give, give, give them the category first. Squire. It is best UK breakthrough brand. Brand. <laughs> band. Band, not brand. Um, though with some of them, they are a bit of a brand because their the presence is so strong. But I mean. For me, so that a couple of the standout ones are actually in order because it is Conjure and Dream State. I know quite well. You've recently spoken to Holding Absence, uh, Parting we, Gift, and their puppy are on the list. Uh, Sleep Token, who are blowing our faces off on I our love show. That new stuff at the moment. It's crazy. No one's interviewed them, and Yonica as well. Yeah, and uh, so it's it's one they're, of those. That's they're, they're, that's some bands that we've been aware of for a few years and helped push into people's ears through our radio show. But now they're breaking through which is awesome well, I actually uh, hung with Conjurer at the last HMAs <laughs> you did didn't you yeah so it'll be good to see them again there you go well it was breakthrough so the next category is international breakthrough <laughs> uh, there were certain among the nominees Ooh. there were certain things that meant that you had to vote in a certain way but what we have is Alien Weaponry Bad Wolves Fever 333 for a second time. Mm. No. Oh, we saw them a few weeks back at yeah. 2000 Trees. Pagan. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the Fine. The Fine. And uh, Vane. Mmm. I've seen quite a few of these this year. Yes. It's just a case of hmm. 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 Who's the bookie's favourite, Dan? <sighs> Maybe Bad Wolves? Uh, it, I might it, fever. I was gonna, but the thing is, is uh, fever's in two. If people are doing a whole category, they may put bad wolves through on this one and fever through on the other. I don't know. It's, it's a close run thing because also the fine. I've got yeah. quite a dedicated following, um, and so do alien weaponry. To be honest, as well. So now this one's going to be a nice, uh, interesting one to see. What, who wins. We, what we need is uh, a, a biff from Back to the Future, and who he can. Go in, into the future and get yeah, gets a, yeah, we, an almanac of uh, heavy music awards. Well, it wasn't actually Biff that got it; it was Marty, um, and then Biff stole it because Biff steals things. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. Don't know what that is. So that was international breakthrough. Oh, 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 oh! Best producer. Yes. Which is? Is it Sainsbury's? Is it Tesco's? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> So not that kind of producer. No, this uh, this is an interesting one because it actually taught me a lot about who was producing at the time. So we've got Tom Dalgati, Dalgati, yeah. um, Ramesh, uh, the Donga Donga, because um, we've interviewed so many bands that he's produced, and they all say his surname differently. So apologies. Yep, yeah. uh, Lewis Johns. That's quite easy. Yep, yeah. Mike, you're up. <laughs> uh, Nick Rizkluntz something like that. I'm really uh, no, we, we're both dyslexic at this point by the way we've got Andy Schneep Dan Weller and Will Yip after that best producers the uh, yeah well like I said Ramesh is the one I'm aware of yeah me too uh, me too 
he's produced so many of the bands that we've interviewed before on that they're always bigging him up and also he's just had a number one album with Bring Me The Horizon yeah to be fair <coughs> oh, Dan Weller yeah I've heard of him because he is in uh, sixth isn't he yeah um, Andy Snape yeah I've heard of that guy but the rest I'm afraid I just don't and it really was like as a judge to put in nominations I had to go back to the albums that I really liked in the last year and, and then, find out and, and, yeah go through and, it, but that also helped with like oh seeing the artwork and you know it's got... all about getting you back into parts of uh, the process which, yeah, exactly which is quite cool the interesting thing with this one is there was time limitations for example on how they had to have released something in the, like the last uh, year so um, that's uh, that's always uh, an interesting one. Oh, this is... Hotly fought. Yes. So it's best photographer. I'm guessing of a rock, metal and alternative variety. Again, there, was, yeah. there, there was a certain, um, certain amount of rules on this one as well. Yeah, um, I guess As so. to what you could do and what you couldn't. So you've got Derek Bremner. Yep. Thomas uh, Lizelle. Lizelle Colebrooker um, it's probably not Lizelle because there's far less we, we, we were chatting to him uh, I can't remember which one of the festivals recently this year yeah um, um, our, our long standing friend um, captured by Corin or Corin Cummin yeah uh, Paul, Paul Harry's uh, Jennifer McCord Tom Pullen and Esther Sagagera I cannot pronounce things at all. No, do you want me to make it bigger on the screen? No, that won't help. Um, but they're best photographers as well, and um, we've been actually tracking what um, last well, no, what last year's was doing as well. Remember? Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, she was with us at two thousand trees. Yeah, she's been um, like really wrapping it since, and like uh, get across to her social media because <clears throat> she's also all about helping people as well. Um, so and the only I one had her name. Um, up until recently in my head because I was thinking about uh, it for this and I, I can't, can't remember it. No. Um, I can, uh, really, uh, Thomas I know because we spoke to him yeah. recently but obviously Corin we know because he's a old a, friend a friend of the industry and Tom Pullen is a Shikari's photographer. Yes. Um, and he's been like he's been doing some incredible work recently. Um, so uh, Best Album um, artwork. Well, I, th- I think we may have skipped something there. No, I don't think so. Because, uh, no. No, best album artwork is the next category. Yeah. I hope we're not announcing stuff on the actual awards. I'd imagine. Oh, what's up next? No, we don't. Oh, oh, hang on. What? No. No, no fortunately. No, the it's, uh, <laughs> um, no, this was posted long enough ago to be safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, it's the best artwork for an album and I'm just going to shout out as Mike probably knows the ones I'm going to shout out off of this is Architects with Holy Hell and Bullet for My Valentine with Gravity their artwork was stunning Ghost prequel was cool you like that one Uh, Don Broco technology that again that wasn't just album artwork that was like a whole stage production that followed as well Judas Priest Firepower was very in the Judas Priest vein Mm -hmm. and then um, Bokimoth um, I loved you at your darkest. Oh, thanks, mate. And then Boston Manor with Welcome to the Neighborhood. Yeah, boy. So that's album artworks. And I think there is a, another category. Ah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. It's snuck in the two. One which we should, like, this is like our bucket list now. Yeah. Been, been to, ooh, haven't been to, been to, been to, haven't been to, been to, ooh. Oh, oh, oh! See, this is this is where it gets interesting because last year's Heavy Music Awards, mm-hmm. uh, a festival from outside of the UK won. Oh, so uh, this Which is was... best festival, uh, yeah. in case you haven't guessed already. 
and we've done 2000 Trees, yes. Bloodstock, Download, and Slam Dunk. Um, Someone take us to either Vakin or Hellfest or um, Art Tangent. Yes, or um, if you're Jamie Lemon, Art Tangent. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, that is the list thus far of festivals. I was surprised the, of the winner last year, Hellfest. Mm. I was just like, oh, okay. But that's what the people wanted. That's the best thing about that. And we get into, obviously, that sort of stuff um, coming up. Oh, we've... Uh, I think this might be... Yep, yeah, that so one's... Uh, well, um, we've got to read out the one more. Because uh, we haven't done that one yet. Have we not? No. And... Uh, yes, we have. No. Best album. Yeah, no, we haven't done best album yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, because um, I would have uh, done done my shout outs uh, straight away of Architects of Holy Hell that was my number one album of last year I believe uh, Parkway Drive with Reverence as well I imagine you're probably looking a little bit, a bit at Ghost and Prequel cause yes you, you really enjoyed that and Turnstile Time Space Black Peaks was in my top ten last year with All, All That Divides and Idols is just a great album uh, Joy as an Act of Resistance mm. and then finally on the list is Judas Priest with Firepower so that is all of the things of the things announced so yeah I would uh, say we should press play now yes and we'll get them to introduce themselves as soon as this starts and then as always they don't actually do that uh, I do believe uh, they they do they talk to each other name each other but I don't think we actually introduce ah well in that case this is Andy and Dave of the HMAs the two men behind the scenes real life rockstars Okay, so um, we um, on the Real Life Rockstars have managed to convince the two gentlemen, head honchos, CEOs of the HMAs, the heavy humans, mu- humans. <laughs> chances <laughs> of the Heavy Music Awards to sit down and actually tell us a little bit about, well, if you don't mind me doing a little bit of a compliment, the stellar start to um, the HMAs that you've had, like a couple of years in, and you're already making quite the name for yourself. You thank seem you. scared by that fact. No, I'm sorry. Thank you. I, we, we just keep on working, and it's growing naturally, which is which is nice. It's nice to grow something organically. It's, it seems to be getting accepted by by people, um, and hopefully we can keep on growing it and giving back and giving good value to everyone involved. Do you want to give us a brief history of why you put the HMAs together and and your career in, within the music industry as well? Like why sure, you've done sure. that? Yeah. Well, well, personally, I've been a designer in. Um, in the music industry for over a decade um, I, I've always been a massive metal fan since I was you know early teens um, since Chaos AD came out and I've and I've wanted to um, do something that gives gives some genuine value back to a scene that I've I've always valued so much it's given me so much and it's nice to say to say you know as, as, as every metal fan in the world you know you get you get so much out of being a part of a scene that is is um is always evolving and is, is always giving um, giving you something new and it's nice for us to bring something new to the table do it in a different way do it in our own way but do it in a way that's honest um, and we thought with Heavy Music Awards we could build something that wasn't going to step on anybody's toes and, and could be something that is genuinely valuable as I've just said three times yeah totally agree I think um, the timing was really right for the Heavy Music Awards yep. and we found ourselves in a really unique opportunity um, that golden opportunity where we could just start something for its own sake there was no agenda 
no politics and no BS. Um, we could do something that was pure, and we wanted to celebrate music, celebrate bands, celebrate celebrate people who are part of that industry, and it, and it, it is a huge community, yeah, a huge family. Um, my personal background is I've worked for ten years on quite a high professional uh, level in live music. Okay, been very lucky to do that. I, I worked at Live Nation um, and. It, this is my second home we're sat in right now. I have uh, worked on Download Festival um, under num- n- numerous hats um, since 2011. Been coming as a fan since 2006. Uh, I've done everything from being the Download Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and if anybody, <laughs> and if anybody knows me, I've definitely been called. The shortest download dog I've ever seen. Um, oh, but, but at the same time, tiny dogs now, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it's a French. I said it's a French bulldog, and they're supposed to be small. So come on. Well, you were just um, a concentrated dose of awesome. That's uh, that's that's all it is. <laughs> like a wellness shot. I'm like I'm like a ginger shot of download dog. Downloaded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Broadband had just come in, guys. <laughs> um, uh, so weirdly, I, I have had my uh, autobiography written from Download Dog to Download Booker because I, I went from being the Download Dog to working on the marketing to um, begging Andy Copping for years to, to get someone to help him out. And uh, the, the man was very kind um, or was just annoyed of me and gave in uh, and let me book the bands at Download for the, for the last Amazing. eight years. Uh, which was an unbelievable experience, and I, I, I'm a massive wrestling fan as well, so I got to bring da- NXT to download and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, I've been friends with Andy for a very long time, and he had a really great idea of, let's do, for want of a better term, I like it, he doesn't, uh, the Grammys of Rock, which is just celebrates everything in rock from... Uh, Paramore to Pantera, from you know the lightest to the darkest, and everything yeah. everywhere in between, and that's our kind of like our our kind of main goal. Um, that is purely for the the bands and the people around it, photographers, producers, album artwork, you know, designers, albums, like really focusing on the art and the community, and just doing something that is the end result is we are here to celebrate you, and it's not about us. It's not about us going. Oh, we we picked these bands because we're really in in the know. Yeah. Because if it was for us, if if it, were, if it was us, Limbiscuit would win every award every year, and, <laughs> and that would be it. <laughs> you know, we, we we're not we're not, we're not curators or, or gatekeepers. Yeah. Um, so we give the power to the audience, and and that's how kind of Andy said, look, we should do this really cool idea that is for the people by the people, um, and we just are a platform that to facilitate it. Okay. Um, we, we, you know, we, we're the ones who just work and make it happen, and then all the important key moments are from our panel, from the public, and from the bands. So, Which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, what we found, um, sort of being judges and uh, sort of explaining it to people or people who have been nominated is... It was teaching us who was out there as much as anything, because i got to admit, I struggled um, to uh, find um, the, enough English producers to nominate um, as a judge. But that was an awesome challenge, because then suddenly I knew three more producers. Yeah. And it's a similar thing as a lot of people are going, well, who are the main artwork uh, people in uh, the UK? Because we've gone down a line of, I think, as we lost money as an industry, we say it a lot, but everybody tried doing things as three, and we forgot how to celebrate things that are done well because they always felt like there was a price tag maybe um, and I think that's what people 
get surprised about with uh, HMAs is there's no huge price tag to get in. You can go as a punter and enjoy it as much as anybody else. It's inclusive, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a reflection of the entire scene, I think. It's always been that way. I mean, when I was, um, I don't know, 13, yeah. there were people who were 18 and they were into rock and metal and they said, if you're into rock and metal, then just come to the shows with us. You know, if that's, if that's going to be easier for you to get there, then just jump in a taxi with us. And it's like, well, if this is my introduction to this scene, this is a good scene. This is, this is obviously being done for the right reasons. And those people recognise that if they could give me an opportunity to see it for myself, then I'd probably be into it. And then now I want to do the same thing and say, if you're, if you're into these bands, then you might like these bands. And I, I, I didn't know, say, um, Merle or... I didn't know Pagan that well before they got nominated and now I listen to those bands because the 600 people on the panel between them collectively said these are in the top 7 bands that you should be listening to who are breakthrough and, and it's really nice to, to discover those bands but also know that I'm, I'm not an expert and, and I'm not like, like Dave said we're not gatekeepers of it we recognise that we're just two other guys who can stand in a field and enjoy music just like everyone else and, and if someone can say you should listen to this band on their own you might say well I, you know, I already think this about you I already think that about you but if 600 people say you should listen to this band then you start thinking well it's probably something I should go and give a listen to and if they end up winning because 130,000 people have decided between them they voted and said this is the winning band you know there's, there's power in that and I think once the numbers are involved it's like any election I guess you can't really argue with the result because if the people have spoken with their feet you know that's yeah. it's definitely something in that it's not, it's not just us sitting in a room like Dave said Limp Bizkit would win everything but if, if it's just a small core of people you're not really getting the whole story I think you know, if you can ask the whole country then that's what we really want to do we want to get as many people involved as possible and then you get, you get meaningful you have, you have the actual uh, awards at a strategic time of the year as well don't you like mm. a lot of the music awards are the beginning part of the year so I'm thinking sort of like the Brits and those kind of the big high end kind of things and then you, normally it's around sort of like say download time you have the K Awards and the Hammer Awards and stuff but that all seems to have died off but yours is at the end of the summer season uh, but you're celebrating all the acts that were the year before so you're almost nine months past the year that you celebrate so it's a good reminder to people it's like actually last year we had some really dope like albums and bands and stuff and now we've seen them through the, the year and then they can get involved and actually sort of vote for those bands is that, was that a proper strategic thing to have the awards at the end of August no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was something that was burst, burst out of necessity and respect um, okay. for two things necessity as in we came up with the idea and launched in March and we thought well we don't want this to happen next year because we'll probably have a uh, if we don't do it now, we won't ever do it. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things of like, this is a great idea, the iron's hot, let's do it. Um, Set yourself an end date and yeah. work yourself backwards. Exactly, and, and also doable, and then yeah, yeah. And also out of respect, as in like, we love the Kerrang Awards and we love the Metal Hammer Awards because they are the best at what they do. The Kerrang Awards are yeah. there for yeah. the Kerrang Award, uh, the Kerrang readers. Yeah. Um, and the Metal Hammer Awards are there for Metal Hammer readers, and no one knows, no one knows the bands or the audience for those brands more than those. And they've been doing it for years, and they're fucking awesome. And um, and ho- hopefully, you know, they can t- continue to grow. Um, my whole experience in this whole rock thing is that um, 
if you can just do something in conjunction with other people and live alongside each other that's the best way to do it we're already in our own little kind of corner of the world that isn't out there in the mainstream we're all friends we all talk we all know each other so um you know for us we're like let's do our own thing uh we've got our own idea of how it should be it's completely different to what everyone else is doing um so let's stand aside um and but like you've said it's actually been really fun Uh, we were you know other people might have been worried about it being so late in the year but it's been fun to see people go right yeah i get to re really reimagine and yeah stand out as well yeah yeah get to revisit everything that happened last year does it help that uh reading festival is the same weekend and you can get acts for the actual awards so come and present or is that (laughs) the the promoter in me says yes (laughs) definitely but but that also reflected what we were trying to do because we were like we want to cater to like i said from paramount to pantera um and out of all the festivals reading historically has always done that most you're going to be able to see yeah you'll be able to see Foo Fighters and uh, A Day to Remember and Frank Carter but then you'll also be able to see Paramore and you know all of those sort of bands yeah Billie Eilish yeah totally and the crossovers you know Uh, Professor Green even who has slightly yeah Yeah. well we did uh, like new bands that we've not or, or acts that we've not heard of before like on the sort of like the one extra stage or something you stumble across something it's like it's like going to Glastonbury when I was like 16 it's like who's this this is awesome and you get back home it's like it's cool but nowadays you can just instantly download their albums and walk on to the next tenor the next festival and do the same thing it's, it's great to discover new acts like that well, yeah. that's the best thing about festivals is, is dragging your friends along and saying I remember taking a friend of mine to watch Cavell Attack at, here at Download okay. a few years ago oh is that when he broke his leg uh, I don't but think so but they played right before the Hives yeah yeah the same night yeah. I think Iron Maiden yeah, so. yeah. And I'm pretty sure the league no, said that was Iron Maiden that night was it? yeah they were doing the Spitfire that night but but Cavell Attack like my, my friend didn't know Cavell Attack and it's like you know, you can watch them. Their face, you can see their opinion, yeah. like being formed by this fucking amazing band playing. And, and I think that's the best thing about festivals. And by putting our awards right before a festival, that is. Well, I mean, every every British festival seems to be incredibly open-minded, but Reading is 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 such a great advert for the the diversity in in the world music scene. It's yeah. always been that way. Like we we've been talking about it a long time like in the 50s they started that, that festival as a jazz festival and, and people say there's not enough rock there but I'm sure there's jazz fans now that are saying hang on like, what happens to our jazz so yeah yeah that festival's always been very clever it's the only one that seems to have it's not stuck to a genre the no, way a lot of festivals no, have but it's stuck to a demographic so it knows that at the time of the year we want to appeal mainly to the 18 to 25 year old people yeah. so what's popular with 18 to 25 year old people right now Postman. Well, there you go yeah but in the in the 70s it was jazz and then yeah. it became rock and then it became grunge and then it became hip hop and then it became yeah. dance and now it's become crossover it's like well they've never changed we just got old yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know? They, uh, what we quite liked uh, recently is they um, and I imagine it works for uh, you guys as well is they've put a lot more time into the heavy market and almost given it a bit of an airing because guys that we saw at the HMAs last year like Architects um, had an amazing set on the main stage mm. against a good reasonable act, um, amount of heavy acts on there and I mean I remember years and years ago it was like Slipknot System and possibly Metallica all on the same day I think oh, that yeah. was a lineup at um, Reading so they've always had that sort of thing but I like the um, fact that last year you had Post Malone middle of the day he's now at the top of the stage yeah. um, but it's worked quite well for you guys because 
now we uh, we're like get to do the HMAs and then straight into um, Reading. Mm. But I got to be honest, I was I was a little bit like uh, wow, the the tiny little Devon boy in me last year went to the HMAs. Where I was like, I, there's so many famous people here. I'm just I'm scared. <laughs> um, the same people we deal with at festivals just dressed nice and <laughs> having fun. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we're not sat down with microphones, so it scares us. Um, yeah. uh, but. It's you guys have managed to get like a, quite a lot of credibility from like the first couple of years. Was that something that you actually aimed for, or was that just people gravitating towards the product? Because either way, it's a, a good thing that it's happened. Yeah. Um, but you guys like this year particularly when I saw that Triple H was announcing it. Now I kind of understand why from uh, the history that you told me. There's the wrestling association, but I was like, get on, lads. It's a, a massive mix of having a clear goal and a clear idea of what we want to do yeah. uh, never deviating from it never selling out from it um, but also a lot of hard work uh, when we first came up with this idea we, we were both doing this in our spare time I was still booking bands for Live Nation um, but I knew that actually what I really wanted to do was do something full time where it was uh, a smaller project but giving something back um, and I spent a lot of time phoning managers agents record labels bands yeah. press people anyone I could I, like having our conversations about why are we doing this why is this happening what are our goals you know clearly what we want to do instantly from day one Andy was like we need to do everything we can to help the educational side of things we need to do everything we can to help charity within music yeah. we need to have this is we've had years and years and years of having awesome experiences and times at festivals and gigs from rock music we had careers from rock music. We've had lovely lives from rock music. So now's the time to go, right, we're giving back. We're putting our money where our mouth is and we're working hard to be like, this is something for you guys. So I think that's why we instantly were like, we want this show to be free. We want it to be accessible to everyone. We want to speak to webzines that started two weeks ago. We want to speak to the intern of record labels whilst at the same time speaking to CEOs and established media outlets. Because for us, everyone has a voice. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes the ones that you've not spoken to have a much more interesting voice. Yeah, we find out quite often being a DIY radio mm. show. We, you know, we somehow managed to carve out our radio show for 11 and a half, 12 years now. But it is yeah. a struggle. You get, but you have to put the work in, and you get to be able to sit down with the guys behind the HMAs. That, you know, well, you put the work in. You something get we say out. a lot is, is and it, I think it's true of metal. If, if if you're a metal fan, that you either get it or you don't get it, and you can't teach someone to get metal. No. Like, you, you either grow up and grow into it, or you just you can't really see why someone would want to come and sit in a field in the mud. Like you just you just know. If you know, you know. And I think with the HMAs, with we tried to kind of bottle that a little bit and you know the, the partners we've got the sponsors we've got are people that, that say um, we, we understand this audience this, we, we know that the value isn't just look let's sell as many of this thing to these people it's if they see us here and they understand that we're trying to support this scene mm. then they'll say that's good it's good that Spotify is supporting metal because that makes me want to listen to metal on Spotify not I want to spend money it means that I understand that that is a brand that that, that gets what these guys are trying to achieve and it's a long game and it's something that we, we know that if we keep pushing on the right road and don't deviate like Dave said and we stick with trying to support the right people in the right way and not being dicks and staying positive constantly with everything and never never being negative to anybody or with any anything we do then we know that 
if we did it right, people will buy into it and people, people will help yeah. us to make it snowball. Like, like last uh, two years ago, we were at Download and we, we happened to bump into to Good Charlotte. And Good Charlotte, I mean, I think, I think most people probably know them as just being, you know, a solid pop punk band. That's yeah. what they do. But they also run Madden, which is uh, a management company. And they, their ear is, they've got their ear to the ground probably more than, well, more than most. And when we mentioned what, that we were doing the Heavy Music Awards, they were like, yeah, we know the Heavy Music Awards. We know who your finalists are, we, or we know how that works already. And we're like, well, we've been going for a few months. Like, the event was coming up in two months' time, but they knew who was in it. They knew who the finalists were. They knew how it worked. That's cool. And it's like, you're in another continent. And you've listened, and you've seen that that's happening. And well, last year, Metallica tweet, uh, retweeted the fact that they were going right. to up for best international band. Like, and this year, Iron Maiden, Slayer, Judas Priest, Partway Drive, Ghost, yeah. Architects, and 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 we we appreciate that those bands don't have to do that, and and we also appreciate that that they're putting their neck out by. I mean, it's not an endorsement if they're retweeting, but it they don't have to do it. No. And, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a social media endorsement, really, isn't it? Um, because these days that um, sometimes well we watched somebody uh, what was it had halved the value of uh, Snapchat overnight over a tweet so when you guys are getting Metallica retweeting you that that's a massive massive audience that suddenly like Metallica are saying that these wa- awards are credible mm. and that it actually means something to a band that big that they're nominated by you guys huh? You don't mind me asking how much did you sort of squeal when uh, you got that notification come through was that yeah my phone lit up <laughs> you, 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 you saw it first and I think you sent it to me because we're always just texting of course um, and it, I think it was just like holy fuck can I swear on this holy <laughs> fuck yeah it was just it was just the words holy fuck when we've had like you know that's a big moment for us. I mean these are we fucking love music so if these things happen we're, we're not yeah. taking it for granted and when stuff something like that happens or or any of the other bands I just said like generally it starts with one of us seeing it first and texting the other one and saying dude in capital letters yeah. and if you see those four letters you know that something good's about to happen or something really bad but we well, thankfully with that one we do exactly the same thing like, yeah. do, 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 do. <laughs> That is like that's like our bat signal, isn't it? Just the words "dude" like on, the, on the sky, like being lit up. Yeah, we are definitely two white blokes in our thirties, aren't we, dude? Yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. the same you over here. Friend, friend. We <laughs> wouldn't have the power. It blew our mind because no matter what we've done before, now, right as we sit. We're, we're two blokes who love music that work from our spare rooms in our houses yeah. and, and we, we go feeling well. yeah yeah and like, we're like that's insane they, like Andy said they do not have to do that like imagine how many like things happen if you're Metallica right you must win things every day or like just be told you're amazing all the time so for them to actually be like oh we should you know retweet this thing yeah. it's Insane. Well, it's almost like that pat on the back is like they've done it because they've actually looked into you. So you know that whilst it may not be Lars sort of sat there telling James about you guys, the guys that what? are the... You mean... Sorry, it's... my bad. My bad. Oh, first Bubble first. <laughs> it's fine because it was totally Kirk. <laughs> it turns out he likes everything because he's just the loveliest... Saint Anger? That's killer. <laughs> no, dude. No, it's not. But, uh, yeah, the... Somebody's actually taken the time from that camp to look into you guys. Like, if I'm honest, you guys kind of did it for us a while back because, we, like Mike says, we've been going for ten years, and 
you've taken a chance on this podcast as well because it's what we've wanted to do with the podcast is we've watched the industry for 10 years doing what we do because we're as genreless as the HMAs are and we love it because for us we always say from black metal to pop punk we'll interview anybody um, and then we realised that a, from watching different people tour to the frustrations to the little tricks that you get through everything whether that be how to get um, sort of the right number to get hold of somebody how to survive on tour whatever it may be there was like the, locked in my head was all of this information and then I realised Mike was the same that we had no place to put and then when we saw what you guys were doing last year at Download ended mm-hmm. up chatting to you um, I think we gave you a, a better experience than the band you were seeing <laughs> uh, is yeah. what you said for the last you year you really did yeah, um, yeah. but we realised that you guys were exactly the same is as you say working from a bedroom half the time like between like when Reading ends to when like sort of festival season starts I get really sad because I, I don't leave the bedroom that I work in just tied to my laptop for the entire time you yeah. might take the laptop to the living room just to jazz it up a bit <laughs> yeah. Mate, I, I, wild man yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I fell asleep with my laptop the other day woke up and it wanted to spend the day with me I was like this is getting too far yeah, this yeah. is getting too far sometimes you do need to set the ground rules early with your laptop yeah. and let it know you know <laughs> like it's not a serious relationship you know? yeah so spend the night like together. I said that's why we wanted to sit down with you guys is it's been a back and forth compliment that I think we paid each other because we supported you guys as HMAs probably it was like oh they did a thing and then when you guys did it back we're like oh HMAs did a thing we're like really excited oh, we yeah. made us judges and then there was the dude conversation between the two of us we're like we're actually <laughs> HMA judges like this is awesome we've never been judges of anything important this is great and, uh, and for for us, we're like fucking. That's awesome. Two guys who run a radio show want to be judges, yeah. you know, and, and want to have us on your podcast. That's uh, yeah. Still yeah. no radio uh, presenter category. We need we, to, we are, yeah, we we need are, to yeah. have that conversation. It's a constantly evolving animal. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, for next year as well, we'd want podcasts as well. Oh yeah, radio yeah, for sure. Podcast. Yeah. Let's just sweep the board. Best band. Yeah. Best podcast. Best guitarist. It's when yeah. you get to the stages. Yeah. Best award. Um, a category for award ceremonies. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like that's when you're like, wait, do we put ourselves up for it, or do we just vote for other <laughs> award ceremonies? It yeah. gets confusing. Like, are we judges of best radio tr- show? Is that like the trophy you- makers awards? Yeah. 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 Damn, yeah. they've they found out why we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. It's literally a money making exercise, isn't it? At this yeah. point, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, no. I just want a massive plaque with my name on it. That's all I care about. Yeah. The thing <laughs> is, is um, part of what we wanted to share is like um, we've got uh, friends in the industry that have been in existence a couple of years. Is, you know, five years, some longer than us, under different guises, and we just wanted to share with the people that will be listening to this um, how much respect we have for you guys, and still struggling to believe, as we say, like that you guys had similar feelings about us when we started working together. Because it was like, no, no, you're the credible ones. We're the guys on the laptop in the bedroom, um, and I don't know. There's something inspirational about that because. We peel back like the mystery of the HMAs, and I actually ended up getting more respect for you guys as a working team. Because, well, you know, I, I saw myself in you guys, and uh, well, me and Dave said earlier that we're going to form our own sort of bro ship where we get rid of uh, Andy and Mike as uh, like the heads of the brand. We, we got our own thing going on anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Screw trademark. We're calling ourselves Double Dragon, <laughs> Dan and Dave. <laughs> We haven't figured out a name yet, but we're working. Yeah. Andy and and Mike isn't so catchy, is it? Careful, getting him to give up the name Mike James is really difficult. Really, really difficult. I already feel pushed out, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm really annoyed that the Dave Bradley Music Awards didn't make the cut. We 
I like to consider Dave the John Carpenter of awards. He's going to put his name above the title. Dave Bradley presents the Heavy Music Awards. Powered by Andy Pritchard. Could you do all the work? Yeah. Have you guys watched Futurama? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm Kiff to hear Zach Brannigan is uh, I'm the one that makes the shit fly. I'm definitely, but nobody that. remembers me behind this velour, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when when I first started working in, in music, because I'm a, a designer, somebody came to me and said, "Oh, so you're the new ghost?" And I was like, I, "What does that mean?" He's like, "Well, if you're a designer, all you do is work." all the time so everybody sees the evidence of your existence yeah. but you never get the chance to go anywhere like because you're working all the time so people know that you must exist somewhere but yeah. never see you anywhere so that's the HMAs for us we want to not put our stamp on it at all Yeah, we just want it to no be no building there, in so. the IT crowd right you just yeah. live in a little cupboard in your laptop yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but never open the cupboard just, just, we just push things under the door yeah. and like hope that it's good enough and without um, wanting to sing Andy's praises too much, you talking about when you first started out in the music industry reminded me of when we first met. Um, yeah, head and off Andy was the designer for Roadrunner Records, and I was the lowly work experience kid. No and way. We hit it off. We became friends straight away. We, you know, he was making his lunch. I went to the lunch uh, to make lunch as well. They had work experience kids every two weeks, so he didn't have to like put any effort in, and he just. Like was like, hey man, how are you? What are you into? And we instantly bonded over our love of Deftones and Limbiscuit. But what I loved about him was it was a record label, but the the dude that loved music the most out of anyone and was like telling everyone else about new bands was Andy. Every morning he would get there first, and he'd walk in, and the mu- he would be blasting the music so loud that I, as the work experience kid, had to answer the phone and have to shout like Roadrunner because I couldn't <laughs> hear so what awesome. was going on. And they'd be like, "Hey, can I speak to you know Mark Palmer, who was like the boss?" And I'm like, "Sorry, what was that?" I have to ask him like five times. It's the manager of Slipknot. He's like. Fucking Mark Palmer! Who the hell are you? You're so rubbish! I'm like, I'm sorry! He's blasting, baptized in blood in the background! It's like 8.45am! And he's there, like, just doing his Photoshop thing. Like, but, like, so many but so many bands, like, that we that no one knew about yeah. was coming through the stereo because this guy would get in early and be like, right, I've discovered... attack. you know? He went to see them at um, a Norway like trade thing. It was like the government of Norway sent over some bands, right? Uh, like to the, at the Lexington to be like, "Hey, we've got bands in Norway," and like it was Cavell Attack, and like came in the next day and was like, "Guys, melt your faces!" And it, yeah, it, it just every day it was just an absolute pleasure to work with this guy, and I kept in touch with him ever since. And um, you know, ten years later, with two twats. Doing an award ceremony, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, ours was actually quite similar. We we did originally meet working together at a job. Nothing to do with music, apart from the fact that we could listen to music. So we like, it's like, oh, another metalhead sat next to each other. Um, half the time we were listening to the drum solos by Joey from Slipknot. Yeah. Um, like first ever MP3 of it came out. We're like sort of passing it to each other, and then. Like, he started a radio show. We've gone through different things over the years, um, but it was uh, about five or so years back. We were trying to work out what to do for the start, and um, Mike was just like, well, there's, there's no money left. There's no facet for a band of any size, any genre to do that. He's like, how about we just... He's like, my inbox blows up every week. He's like, how about we just play what's in there? He's like, rather than trying to worry about anthems or gimmicks or anything like that, 
he's like why don't we just actually play everything new and then we're like well that suits doing interviews that are quite topical as well so that that yeah. makes it work and then it, it's weird these days where like just something simple to try and make the techniques of what we're working working like as you say giving a platform for other people to actually uh, be able to do a thing and mm. I'm, I'm admittedly I'm the one that generally feels like that nobody knows exists which is fine um, but equally we're only here because we want to support and love music like yeah. I'm sure you guys feel the same is it if you do get paid it's it's basically living expenses and maybe a pint over the top mm. um, and that's um, what we've uh, found like I say that's why we wanted to sit down with you guys because and why we wanted to put a tiny bit of light on you as people so that if anybody did look into what the HMAs are they'll realise no no this is run by people that want to as you say there's there's no gatekeeping to it uh, the choices are everybody else's I mean you recruited us to be judges that gives us an idea of how much you're willing to hand it over to other people <laughs> yeah. so uh, opinionated wankers over here going right I'm going to vote for this person this year we got the email address wrong <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure the two words inclusive and irresponsible are very close in the dictionary yeah yeah, yeah. but you guys you work so hard and you and it was I mean, last year we, we met at, at Download yeah. Yeah. thanks to Smiley Dave and oh, big ups to Smiley Dave. Yeah, big ups definitely. He's like one of the one of the nicest guys in music, and and it was it was just so um, so infectious to just talk music. Like you guys are so passionate about it, and we obviously feel the same. And 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 there was no there was it was more fun to do that than to watch the bands that were playing because you know sometimes you just when you meet kindred spirits you just want it to oh, last. You know, the soundtrack just, of a live. Yeah, 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 and you're like you know yeah, we hit it straight away. It was awesome. Yeah, like the. I'm sure you know. There's there's thousands of people who, who hear your show and feel the same way that you guys clearly just are doing it for the right reasons. And we yeah. hope that when people come to the HMAs, they feel the same way that this is a good event and it's good that it exists. And like same way, your, yours is a good radio show and it's good that it exists. And it would Thanks, the, the music world would be worse off if it didn't, you know. And well, it would we, keep we do saying. feel that way about you guys because the ground level feedback that we've had from like sort of uh, talks that have picked up on other people's work and then contacted the guys that were either nominees or won the award for photographer last year mm. um, because they were watching the HMAs and so it gave them an idea who and this is just people coming up to us and just going you're judges for it we're like well yeah, yeah. they're like sweet well how do we get in it's like well you've, you've kind of already been voted for because you're our local talk yeah. so we'll pop your name on the list just so that you guys are actually looking at the work and uh, stuff like that it's it's crazy to know and as we say once we peel back a little bit is that you guys are actually doing that if that makes sense and then yeah, seeing yeah. it at the awards last year um, everybody wandering around and having so much love for the place like it was crazy yeah. oh yeah but the, the people the people made it what it was but you know they didn't have to come the same as people don't have to bother they, to vote they don't want it so. to breathe I mean, in the most yeah, awesome was, way yeah, possible no, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I mean, we were too busy working to notice but yeah <laughs> like, the show last week was expertly run. We loved it. Yeah. Thank it you. It was cool. Yeah, what, it was a lot of hard work. <laughs> yeah. What's the future for the HMA then? Obviously, the awards are in August this year, um, and then hopefully there'll be 2020. And of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, radio yeah. presenter awards category, obviously. obviously but besides, yeah, besides yeah, I mean, that you one. Guys have, we've got you penciled to win three years running from 2020 to 2022 okay that's, yeah so that's, that's, that's cool yeah I'm I mean for, well you paid the most so, yeah. I, was, oh, well, I was gonna say how, we need to work out how much that costs so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we have no plans of stopping like we, we decided to go full-time with this and 
we're, we think that we've got that unique opportunity still and we're in a very unique position where we can change things that don't work and yeah. capitalise on things that do work and um, we talk every day and we have ideas every day and I think part of it is just that organic thing of like we plan very loosely of what we want to do but we kind of almost live in the moment slightly as well yeah um, because the music industry yeah because tomorrow something big could suddenly shake it I don't want to say like good or bad both can happen but suddenly you've got to be able to react and like because we've done the same thing it's like ah plan that we put on pause six months ago suddenly now possible quick jump on it and it seems that you guys have done the same thing. Well, are you, you going to expand? Because like, the first year was in House of Vans, last year was at Coco, yeah. this year it's a bigger venue, so what, next year, Wembley, Wembley Arena right, yeah, and then yeah, Stadium in yeah, the Dome? Stadium, probably, I mean, let's just go for it. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, well. maybe, you know, the market, like you say, it keeps evolving. Maybe, maybe uh, in the same way um, social media is now not how many likes you get, it's what your engagement is, it's, and the, yeah. the value is not necessarily in how many people it's in who those people are and what and so you know maybe maybe growth for us isn't putting it in the biggest venue possible maybe it's making sure that the people in the venue are the right people and they're the people that are going to give the bands on the stage the best best value and you know who, who knows and if, if 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 the music industry keeps changing then we need to keep on evaluating just like you guys and, and seeing what's going to work best um and maybe maybe in five years time and it won't be an event it'll be something that happens on a night in a hundred different places at the same time and who knows you know we want to we want to take it abroad and we want to we want to do things with it that are exciting and are going to give us something back to you okay. know to enjoy we're not doing it not doing it you know we, obviously we're doing it to give something back but at the same time we want to enjoy it you know so we're going to try and do uh, try and do things that are exciting and and hopefully things that ha- people haven't done before. And, and, and if that takes us to exciting new places and, and make sure that bands are going to get a new platform to, to thrive on, then great. That's, that's something we can do. Yeah, like very quickly, uh, the, the exciting thing is the end goal stays the same, like yeah. the, which is the reason, why we're, the reason why we're doing it. Um, but that means that how we do it can completely change. Like you said, it could be one event for a lot of people or a hundred very tiny events. Um, but as long as the end, the end goal and the ethos is there, then we're happy. Amazing. Well, we're um, probably going to wrap up there because we said, <laughs> I believe uh, when we were planning this um, before we started, like 10 minute chat, I was like, that was never going to happen. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so let's just stay all night. There's no one playing tonight, is there? Is there? Uh, no, 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 there's a few guys in masks. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, mushroom head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> literally, because you guys have taken a punt by the time this comes out the podcast would have actually been in existence for a while <laughs> yeah. but you guys have taken um, a uh, by the a time we stop on... talking podcasts probably won't be a thing anymore <laughs> no, <laughs> it's already been released and dropped yeah. um, but you guys thank you for actually taking um, well I don't know us seriously again um, and talking to us it's been real sweet and lovely <laughs> thank you thank you honestly it means so much that you would ask us to do this yeah. if we don't take it for granted and it's a, it's another opportunity for us to try and push the HMAs a little bit oh, more yeah. so thank you no worries I've been to you over the rest of the summer anyway so oh yeah yeah yeah, gigs going on. yeah we'll, we'll be down in Devon for our holidays so we'll stand at yours yes. yeah yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> same bed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is 
don't know if he knows if he means the pub or he's just saying the word spoons. <laughs> spoons. And naked spoons could still mean the pub. Um, yeah. Just quicker time in there, that's all. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> you've, you've sold me. No, thank you very much for inviting us. It's been our pleasure. Our pleasure. Yeah, no, we're going to argue over this one. So. <laughs> we'll call it quits there then. Yeah. Awesome. We'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a hug and a, a kiss and a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> Real Life Rockstars Podcast. So, there it is. The Real Life Rockstars Podcast. That was not actually a bad impression, I'll give you that. Um, that, that one was... That was... That was fun. Yeah. Um, as you can tell, there's, uh, we're all a bit geeky and all a bit sort of similar. I know when we listen to it back, I remember how frazzled um, all of our brains were because just before what we cut out of it but um, I saw before I gave Mike the audio file um, is we're all just sat there and like saying it, like how burnt out we are all feeling <laughs> before we started it. It's it's like, been, yeah, it's been a long day. And uh, we, um, we've been sharing a, a booth as well which was lovely because they're fantastic people to share space with and, um, but yeah, it they... takes management and time and energy and like Again, they were they were trying to get a certain uh, style of interview from people. We were trying to do our usual download thing, which is get everything online as quickly as possible. This happened to be in the afternoon where um, we had a bit of time to actually sit back and chat. Um, yeah. And it was uh, weird coming back out of the bubble of doing a, a podcast because we never do anything that long at a download. We're like 10 minute interviews, 20 minutes at most. But it shows it was just a conversation. Yeah. Um, and just so much love for these guys. And we... They, as you can probably tell from it is we wanted to having got to know them uh, sing their praise because you know as explained in this they're doing it for no other reason apart from the fact that they want to and this is like what they're excited about and for me I just I like celebrating this positive stuff that's going on at the moment with certain people trying to do things like this you know we, we need more people having faith that um, you know just celebrating stuff and being positive is actually yeah. going down well and there's people know. that say rock is dead it's, it's it's not at all it's and just a different life form to what you're used to yeah and shout out even to ollie sykes for being man enough to call himself out and say how wrong he was um on that after seeing the response to um, all points east um because a lot of people i think and a lot of people both fans and like band members everybody has felt at points like the industry's dead because it's changed so much it's difficult these days and that's what this podcast is about is to try trying to help people understand where it is at the moment where it could be going to and what we can learn from and what we can do to help like just again it's an information heavy um, age at the moment so let's give you the information that we can that we've gleaned like I say half the time we are just putting an official um, start and finish on conversations that we have in press areas with people anyway yeah. so I mean don't get me wrong the one that we'd had with the HMAs the year before was probably a lot more drunk uh, <laughs> <laughs> and soundtracks by Avenged Sevenfold yeah and uh, so I guess uh, we're kind of rounding out on that one because that one uh, unlike the one with Emma where we wanted to capitalise yes. on some of the stuff said uh, we're going to save most of um, the um, latest stuff because we cover quite a lot in the intro um, for next week because that's going to be our talky heavy one um, our next like, episode yeah and we have done this before uh, though we've had to recently take it down because uh, I believe we mentioned it in the start um, is uh, the MJRS podcast is no more now is it I don't think so no so um, that was the the one time that we've done a, a super long one together uh, which was uh, 10 years and we might have to dig out the audio of oh, I've that. still got all the audios and yeah. stuff it's just I don't think it's going to be online 
much longer. No, we should possibly rebrand that one and uh, sort of do put it out on this because uh, I remember listening to it. It was it was great fun. We had like that's what inspired this particular podcast was uh, me finally joining you for yours. <coughs> <My bad. laughs> um, but yeah, we're looking forward to the press kits one. And just a reminder: either uh, reach out to us on social media. I will do the handles quickly. For um, Instagram, it's at my James Rock Show. For Twitter, it's at TweetMJRS. And Facebook, it's just my James Rock Show. You can direct message on all networks, um, any questions that you have, um, or you can email real life rockstars podcast at gmail.com and we shall uh, pick it up from there. Like any. Slide into the DMs, that's yeah. what they say nowadays. And we are going to, like I say, bring you some golden uh, rules and, and explain why they're golden rules as well, rather than just tell you to do the thing. Um, there will be rules to life this. hacks yeah and then like, if this one goes well and if uh, people are enjoying stuff like this we're going to start uh, turning our attention to doing interviews that complement the ones that me and Mike do by ourselves but we'll do like a touring one um, a merch one even like me and Mike have uh, um, seen so many different merch tables so many good things bad things um, so we can do some uh, golden rules of the merch table as well yeah. um, stuff like that anything that you guys really request um, because again uh, what we said in earlier shows it's just the fact that we've seen every different genre do the same thing in the way that different bands attack it even in one genre is you know enough to take note of sometimes but we we watch how black metal bands survive alongside you know your pop punk or makeup bands and yeah there's there are some really good golden rules out there especially for start out bands or you know bands that are trying to as we said earlier um, take the plunge and go full-time with the band as well so hopefully we'll be bringing you some uh, some useful, good stuff useful information yes so we should wrap up there because i know you're gagging for some fireball yeah no i'm all about the fireball right now there you go so cheers then well thanks very much no no thank you no no thank you oh it's turning into another love fest you hang up first no you hang up no, first you hang up first it's my flat now bugger off